Yo, what's up? Welcome to another episode of Demo Listen. I'm Gray. I'm joined as always by my co-host Nathan. We do a very simple podcast. We listen to punk hardcore and punk and hardcore adjacent music, and then we give our honest reactions to it. We typically get 10 bands in the queue every week. We roll some dice. We get through between five and seven bands, and we give our honest reaction to them. So if this is your first episode, that's the drill. There's really nothing else to it. Um, Sometimes we like stuff. Sometimes we don't like stuff. Varies depending on the band. Everything is to our taste. If we roast your band on here, don't take it personally. We're just two dudes in a basement filled with toys. Um, Obviously, our opinions do not count for much uh, beyond, you know, I, I mean, they count for a lot to me. Yeah, but I don't hold them dearly enough that I'm offended when people don't disagree with or when people don't agree with them. So keep that same energy and keep that same spirit and don't get mad when we hate on your shitty screamo band. Yeah, which we do have a couple screamo bands in the queue this week. So people get mad at us for hating on a shitty screamo band. No, I don't think so. No, we did get an email submission, though, that uh, that said, love the music that we play on the uh, on the podcast. Hate almost everything we say that isn't about music. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. 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 So I thought that was that was nice. Who told us that? I don't know. I can't remember the name of the person. I they like su- that. They submitted their band, though. Yeah. So, you know. Okay. We, we might roast it. They they are in a Screamo band. Oh, yeah. So it makes sense that somebody in a Screamo band would probably disagree with us on a lot of stuff because they're, they're in a mindset to be playing in a Screamo band in, in 2020, you know? Yeah, I mean, you're definitely uh, a little tender. Yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah. Right? You got some yeah. soft bits. Right, exactly. Um, you're you're sick. I you, am sick. You're getting over a sickness. I'm getting past it. Mm-hmm. I went to the doctor on Tuesday. Yeah. He told me that I had something called COVID-19. <laughs> he said that um, it's not a big deal. He said, I'll feel no good and I'll have big boogers and poops. But other than that, it should be fine. <laughs> there you go. Did he actually say it was COVID-19? That's, he said COVID-19. That sounds like a said, science fiction name. He said, you won't feel no good and you'll have big boogers and poops, but you'll be fine otherwise. Uh, is COVID-19 the actual name for coronavirus? I've seen it in the news a lot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, shit. So now I got coronavirus by extension. My doctor said it's not a big deal. Oh, okay, cool. P- perfect. Dr. Trump. Yeah. Um, yeah. The Facebook group has been popping off. Um, it's been, there There was a thread going on last night on trying to guess what you looked like. Oh, really? Yeah, people were obsessed trying to figure out what, actually, I'm in Instagram Live right now broadcasting, and uh, my friend Dylan says, I really want to know what Nate looks like. That is a point of interest for a lot of people. Well, whatever it is you think I look like, uh-huh. I look worse. <laughs> so a lot of people were saying that you had a, they thought you had a beard. No, nope, uh, haven't nope. in a long time. No beard for many years. Um, Grant, uh, this kid Grant, ruined the surprise by posting some live PT photos. Okay. So some people actually found out what you did look like. Okay. So the mystery was ruined a little bit. Okay. But there was a lot of speculation, and people were very interested. I also did a poll, just a little bit of demographic research in the group to see what the, what the makeup of the group was like, to see how many gray heads versus Nate heads we have. Yeah. We're... We're pretty much tied neck and neck. You're All beating right. me by one. Okay. Yeah. I was expecting, frankly, I was expecting it to be a complete fucking landslide and I was going to get washed out. Well, but it's been, it's a pretty, it's pretty even. It's, it's pretty even. See, I think that you have a bit of an advantage because I don't have any social media presence. Right. This is the only connection people have to me. People sure. can interact with you online. Right. Um, they never will with me. I'm, I promise you, though, people being able to interact with me online does not win me any points. Right. <laughs> if anything, it, t- it takes right. me down. <laughs> right. You know? You also probably get a lot of people that um, are attracted to, like, just the, uh, I guess, like, you're like, 
personal aesthetic and sort of persona that you put out there? Sure. Nobody knows who the hell I am. Right, yes, exactly. Right. right. Yeah, it's 50-50 split. That's not bad. That's not bad. I was I was pretty pleased with it. I thought yeah. I was going to get destroyed. Um, the Facebook group has been popping off. We're up to almost 400 members now, so it's almost doubled in a week's time span. Right. Um, a lot of it's, it's also cooled off a little bit now. Um, like I said, I, I, I shouted it out last time. If you listen to the podcast and you have Facebook, Look up Demo Listen Podcast. There's a group on there. Ask to join. I'll let you in. It's cooled off a little bit since the first few days. Um, people were drunk with their freedom and going wild, treating it like the Wild West. Now it's been, it's still wacky, but it's been more reined in and there's more actual discussion about punk and hardcore and metal and stuff. It's been a little bit easier to keep up with. Our friend of the show, Rich Miles, joined the group and then left the group because he said, it felt like 4chan. Well, yeah. And then he rejoined, and everything's been much better. Sure. Yeah. I mean, left to its own devices, right. human interaction will turn into 4chan. Right. Yes, exactly. Like that's, what it, that's what will happen. Yeah, that's the whole problem, right? right? It's literally what is manifesting in the real world. It yes. Is, it, is, it is life imitating art in a way. Right. Um, if you can call it that. Sure. Yes, um, exactly. It's, it's, it's the erosion of, of boundaries and the... I guess uh, um, retreat into your tribal internet identities manifest in real life. Right. Yes. Exactly. I think that's pretty apt. Yeah. So, uh, do you have any points of order that you wanted to bring up? Uh, well, I don't want to dwell on being getting old anymore. We've we've be, we've yeah. whipped that a dead horse. Yeah. Actually, somebody challenged us to not talk about uh, an apocalyptic world-ending scenario. So, in this episode. so that, that's what I'm gonna say. <laughs> we've been I've been really really bringing it hard with that. Right? Yeah. I mean, we are currently sort of like on probably the fringe of maybe seeing one. Sure. Yeah. Right. <laughs> we're right. You're, we're right there. Right. So. If, Cool. We've got front row tickets. Right. <laughs> um, but, um, yeah, so I think that it been pretty heavy with the apocalyptic world ending. Old mm-hmm. people kill me before I get old. Yeah. Don't don't let me get syphilis in an old folks home. It's a yeah. real downer. It is a downer. Yeah, you're right. So I think that um, devote myself to being a little more positive. I'm going to see a happier, positive version of me. <laughs> you redevote yourself to positivity like once every few episodes. I got to remind myself. If right. I don't remind myself, I just slide, right? I, yeah. I just sort of fall into my own gravitational well. Yeah, I, I have noticed we've both been doing a little ba- a little backsliding. Yeah. A little backsliding. So I have to... I have to, I have to um, uh, sort of remind myself of that. So to start off then, uh-huh. let's focus on the good things. Okay. Has anything good happened to you this week? <laughs> Has anything good happened to me this week? Uh, not really. Yeah, me neither. <laughs> <laughs> not, not really. really. Not really. I mean, it's been fun. It's been par for the course. Yeah. You know what I mean? Nothing bad has happened to me this week, really. I've been, I've been sick. You've been so sick. It's been, so. And my dog had horrible diarrhea on Monday. Yeah. So my week has not been good. Right. I ordered some okay records. Well, okay. They're good. I, I like them a lot. So right. that's, but that's not par f- uh, different from the course. Right. Yeah, exactly. Right. I ordered uh, the new Hank Wood EP. Got right. pre order in on that. Um, I ordered the uh, self-titled LP by an artist named Ricky, yeah, which is very fucking good. It's really on good. Dias Records, uh, and a couple other things that I just been paying attention to have been coming in, but nah, nothing good. I laid on. I literally got sore from laying down so much this week in my sickness that um, I uh, nothing good happened. Literally, nothing good happened. <laughs> I got laid. I guess that's good. Yeah. You know what I mean? But yeah. again, that's kind of, it's not, it's not a miraculous event. Right. Um, nothing actually like really outstandingly cool 
So, no. but on that, but I still, I, th- I think we still have the power within us to keep it positive this episode. All right, well, that's what we're gonna do. Yeah, there's no gonna not gonna be any talk of the the horror of senescence. Nope, none of that. No, no jibber jabber about world ending apocalypses <laughs> and whether we should embrace them or cower in fear. Right. Um, we're just gonna. Uh, Live in the moment. We're mm-hmm. gonna have uh, um, what, what is that? When you live in the present, um, mindfulness. Mindfulness. We're yeah. gonna be mindful of the moment. Right. Okay. So yeah, that's that's all I got. You're you, since you don't really live on the internet, you probably don't know that Ray Capo went on Joe Rogan. No, I didn't know that. Yes. Ray. How'd that go? I don't know. I I I haven't listened. I don't know that I intend to listen to the what? entire thing. It seems weird. Uh-huh. I don't understand. So Joe Rogan, I mean, his podcast is huge. Right, yeah. Right? But Ray is like, Ray is now like kind of a, a health and yoga guru because he's been a yogi for like many yeah. years, yeah. right? So I don't think they talk about shelter and better than a thousand and youth of today. I think they talk about like fucking being a, a Hare Krishna devotee and a like a yogi and shit. Shit That's that I couldn't care less about. Incredibly stupid. Yeah. Why would you talk to Ray Capo about anything other than what he's known for, shelter and youth of today, right, yeah. and like hardcore. Well, right? I think because there are loads of people that you could talk to about yoga, right, and shit like that that know way more than him. I imagine. I think maybe we're us underestimating his status within the yoga community. I think maybe. he's he's obviously big enough to get on Rogan. Honestly, I have I Ray Capo as a as a, as an actual human being, right, as an entity, doesn't exist in my world. Right. Oh, he's okay. a voice on records that I hear. <laughs> sure. Yeah, yeah. But as like enough. a currently extant right. person, yeah, he has no relevance to my life whatsoever. Right. Yeah. Why so, would he? You're right. I mean, maybe maybe Ray Capo is big in the yoga scene. Yeah. I don't know. I think he must be. Like I said, if he got on Joe Rogan, he's got to be right. He's got to be right. So uh, maybe we'll get him on Demo Listen next. Mm. I think he's too positive for this show, frankly. Oh, also speaking of which, a little ghost from our past popped up on my Twitter today. Who's that? Um, the label Red Scare, who put out uh, the Reaganomics record. Oh yeah. They tweeted today about uh, the the record got a review, a positive re- review, and uh, they shared it and said something about it being a lot of fun, and that fun was something I needed a little bit of in my life. <laughs> and cool. I and I retweeted and said, hey. I can only assume that this is in reference to the fact that I said some of the most disparaging things I've ever uttered aloud by about a band on my podcast about your band, the Reaganomics. That said, I'm a huge proponent of fun, and I couldn't be more ecstatic that those dads are having a good time hundreds of miles away from I think me. I think we even said, as long as you're having fun, who right. gives a shit? Because we don't. Yeah, but, uh, but they took it in stride. They were happy about it. They said, yeah, we counted, and we got... Uh, they, they said that I said suck my dick from the back twice about that band which they thought was pretty impressive that I got they got two of those out of me and that suck my dick from the back has become like my bazinga yeah. which is a a nice backhanded you're Zimbabwe <laughs> right yes <laughs> right so uh so yeah so it, it was nice to see that the Reaganomics and their camp took that uh, the roasting in stride and they were with it yeah have fun they with say it. they said may shit talking never die so that's the that's the type of energy I like to see yep. meeting shit talking with a little bit of friendly shit talking yep uh, so on that note, let's uh, let's go through the queue this week. We got, uh, as always, 10 bands in the queue. Now that we have a Facebook group, I have a dedicated thread on there for people to uh, throw in bands that are, you know, have releases that are less than a year old. So a lot of these are from that. Uh, a few of them are from the email. 
So first up, we have Casket Gown with their Demos 2020. This came out in uh, like about a week ago, uh, February 20th. I believe that this is the band, yes, John McCracken. This is the band that John sent in. John is the guy who said that he likes he likes our talk about music and hates almost everything we say that isn't about music. Okay. He described this as being influenced by Seisha, which I like, but again, we've discussed not something I'd really like to hear revisited in the modern world. Uh, influenced by Seisha and early AFI. Then we have Guardrail with Trials of Anguish. This is a Battle Creek, Michigan band. It was sent to me by a member of the band who said it is two hardcore kids, a scenester, and an avid dad rock enthusiast hmm. that make up this band. They have garnered comparisons to Code Orange and bands of that ilk. Okay. Um, I got to interrupt you. Yeah. My... My head is literally an Amazon of mucus right yeah, now. Yeah, I'm actually having a shit ton of mucus myself. So I'm just going to warn you beforehand, uh-huh. um, it's going to be constant. <laughs> okay, great. And I got I to take care of something. Right Love, <laughs> you got to take care of something, huh? <laughs> okay, cool. Well, a little ASMR nose blowing. Love, oh, I love goodness. to hear it, dude. Man. Okay, so then third up, we have Existence with their LP promo. This is a new Swedish band uh, whose uh, LP is coming out on quality control, actually. But this was described to me as being more 90s NYHC, like Demise or Early Marauder or something like that. But that's not that out of out of character for quality control because they did put out that game LP, yep. which was much more in that world for sure. Yep. Um, if this is anything like that, I'll like it. Then we have Ill Communication with their demo 2020. This is a new Connecticut band. It was described to me as being for fans of stuff like Crown of Thorns um, and bouncier NYHC. I think that this shares members with uh, that band Wreckage that we listened to on the last episode of the podcast that we oh. were fine about. You know, we yeah, didn't, we were we didn't fine hate. about a lot of those bands. Right. They, they called us uh, hardcore boomers on, uh, on, on Twitter, and I thought that was pretty apt. It's pretty apt. Everybody... Uh. Everybody listening, if you're not already, someday you will be. Yeah, yeah, for sure. They said uh, they said our description of it being the breakdown eighty seven de- breakdown eighty seven demo, but not as good and with circle pits is the highest praise they could possibly ask for. There you go. Um, then we have got VHS with we're gonna need some bigger riffs. This is an Ontario thrash metal band. I think thrash death in deathened thrash we've discussed that blackened is one of the worst descriptors deathened but deathened is, deathened is, is, the, is the worst, worst right um but yeah the, it's described uh for being for fans of like impetigo and uh, macabre and stuff like that okay so that could be very cool um then we have got snuffed from chicago i don't know that we've had i can't remember if we've actually had this band on the podcast before i know i've talked about them at least in passing uh, Chicago hardcore band with some D-beat influence. I really like this band. This is their newest release. It came out in December of last year, but I have not heard it yet. It's just a two-song cassette. Then we have got Groin with their greatest hits. This is an Arizona hardcore band. I think they veer into the realm of like kind of crusty, power violence grind stuff. And then we have got Reek Minds with their self-titled EP from Portland, Oregon. Uh, that fucking rips. Oh, I ordered it? it last week. Oh, shit. Well, there you go. I have not listened to this stuff yet. Evidently, you already know. Um, then we have got Candy Apple with Joyride. This is a Denver, Colorado hardcore band that came highly recommended to me by several people. 
um, in the group and elsewhere. And then last, we've got Flesh Tomb with Torn from the Womb of the Sky. This is a Wilmington, Delaware death metal band. Um, it's got features from Frank Rini of Internal Bleeding and Mike from Devourment. So I'm expecting some some puffy vest wigger slam riffs here. Okay. Um, on that note, you want to go ahead and roll the uh, roll the dice to see what we got roll, up first? Roll the dice. Here comes uh, number one. We got uh, eight. Number eight. Okay. Eight is Reek Mines. So evidently you've already heard this. Yes. So you're in the know. I am just uh, a poser bitch, evidently. But uh, yeah, so this is their self-titled EP. Was this uh, self-release or is this on a label? I don't know. This is just their band camp, so I can't um, see who put it out. Uh, not for everyone? Yeah. Is that the label? Yeah. Um, uh, no, yeah. Edgar Records. Edgar Records is the name of the label that put this out, which I'm not familiar with. Uh, again, it could be just because I'm a huge poser, but this was also... I, I think it's Edger Records. Oh, Edger. Oh, Edger. Oh, <laughs> it is Edger, yes. Okay, yeah. more. Edgar sounds uh, a little bit more benign. Yeah. You wouldn't expect a hardcore release from a guy named Edgar. Edgar is a better <laughs> label name than Edger Records. <laughs> Edgar is a better label name, right? Yes. Edgar is yes. a pretty good name. Um, so what song should we listen to? These um, are all, They're all fairly short. They're all fairly short. Let's just do the first two. Okay, cool. It's 57 seconds and 41 seconds long. All right. Um, You pretty much know what you're getting into with that. Yeah, for sure. Okay, cool. So we're going to listen to End of the Trail and Disposed by Reek Mines off of their self-titled EP. heard the songs End of the Trail and Disposed by Reek Mines off of their self-titled EP. Ah, that's how I like my hardcore. Yeah, it's so fucking good. Furious, feral, fast, um, unrelenting, and just putting enough variety into the songwriting that, Mm -hmm. like, the kids get a breath. Sure. You can get out there and you can fucking move around and then just get right back into it. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. It gives you a little, it gives you, it gives you a, a few things you can nod your head to. Right. And then it just starts ripping again. Yep. Um, take your pick. Lots of bands doing stuff like this. Sure. This is, this is rooted in the void school of hardcore. Definitely. Yes. Um, and uh, this is always, almost always a winner with me. For sure. I, I think that. By and large, virtually everything that I really like on the show, 
um, hardcore-wise is in this vein of hardcore. Right, yes. Yeah, this is this is pretty much a guaranteed winner, as you said. I think you described it as, as being pretty much unrelenting. It hardly ever slows down, which I fucking love. I mean, I love that about Void with the Void comparison, right? Void will give you a hint of a catchy riff right. and then just rip for the rest of the song, right. which is usually 45 fucking seconds or something. Right. This is very much in that school for sure. Um, yeah, just enough meat on the bones to fucking like nod your head for a second. Yep. And keep you coming back and one and waiting for that riff in the next song. You know what I mean? You're like waiting to hear the thing that's going to fucking catch you and be like, Oh fuck. Yes. And then they're going to deviate right. from it and go right back into the fucking fast part. This is great. And, yes. and, and live, this is the sort of stuff that like from my own personal sort of, I guess, uh, ethos, mm-hmm. you don't stop playing no matter what happens. Right. No, you just keep fucking going. Right. This, right. this, this set is meant to look and sound like a fucking disaster. Yep. For sure. And, uh, broken strings be damned. Yep. Uh, injury be damned. For sure. You've only got to hang in there for 10, maybe 12 minutes. You shouldn't be, you shouldn't be running longer than 15 minutes, say. No. With this. No, 15 minutes is the top. And you don't take fucking any more time between songs than it takes to fucking count in. Right. Um, and maybe tweak and tune just for a second or two. Sure. Right. right? Exactly. But the feedback should never stop between yep. songs. And the fucking, the chaos should not stop. Yep, for sure. I mean, the, not that this is musically totally in the same vein, although it's not that far off, but it reminds me of like, you know, seeing Kulo at my friend's The Pit Fest. Mm. There was not, there was no breaks in that set. No. The, during the set, the singer jumped off and fought a man yeah. while the rest of the band continued to play. I think, I think he fought a man because he was like the dude, the singer uh-huh. um, for Kulo. Whose name I can't remember right now. Yeah, um, was trying to light a, an American flag on fire. Yeah, he kept trying to light an American flag on and, fire. And yeah. somebody took exception to that because he was burning old glory. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But the irony of that was the American flag was also like already tainted with an image of like a wolf on it. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so it yeah. wasn't even an American flag. Right. It was no more an American flag than like your fucking Walmart old glory t-shirt is an American flag. Right. Yeah. The dude who tried to fight him was a guy with a mohawk wearing a Guinness shirt. Oh yeah. 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 I remember that. Right. Yeah. And, and, uh, and dude from Kulo, because a bunch of bands were playing that year that were like, kind like it was like, there was a lot of like war zone esque, Kind yep. of New York hardcore stuff. Yep. A lot and of I, bands I, with the American flag like draped over their amps and shit, you uh-huh. know? Just as an aesthetic thing. I mean, I don't think any of those dudes were like actually conservative, but they were just doing like a war zone thing. And like, yeah, Homeboy from Kulo was like, oh, wait, I forgot to wipe my ass that's and like right. wipe this fucking ass with that's the American right. flag and, and shit. And then he tried to burn it, yeah. Yeah. So that's the type of energy I would like to see from shit like this is just like undiluted, raw, nonstop. Nothing like all go, no slow, ten to twelve minutes. That's the set. This you know is hardcore I mean? that is meant to be short lived. Right. It burns fast and furious and then it goes out quickly. Two, three Ps. Right, yeah. Right? Exactly, and then yeah. a discography twelve inch some some years exactly. down the road. I was gonna say this that, is yeah. hardcore that is born, bred, and dies in basements. Yep. And in like well lit like well lit like multi-purpose rooms in like churches for sure. fests and yeah, stuff and like you know what I mean? halls yeah and this is the kind of hardcore that like whoever's booking the show is like fuck as people are like knocking drop t- drop tiles out of the ceiling right yes right? exactly and yeah. it just goes by in a fucking blur yeah the band is rad for like 18 months mm-hmm. and then no one ever fucking hears from them again yep for sure 
That's the way that this stuff should be done. That's that's the perfect summary of that. Because I was going to say, I don't need an LP of this stuff. I want two or three seven inches and then a collected works LP, that's a discography it. LP or a discography tape or whatever. But yep. yeah, I don't need like a proper full length effort from this. Right. I just want, uh, you know, a handy collection. So if I want to listen to the entire 18 minutes of recorded output that they have among between all two or three of their EPs, I don't have to like pull out all my seven inches. Exactly. Right. Yeah, this was fucking great. Uh, you know, when you said it ripped and that you had already ordered it, I assumed that I would like it, obviously. And yeah, that was really fucking good. Um, the Pacific Northwest has a history of putting out really good fucking shit, man. And they can, I mean, they, they're still doing it. They're still killing it up there. Yeah, for sure. Oh, they got a lot of Nazis up there, too. They do have a lot of Nazis in the PNW. Um, that is a, uh, I don't, I think maybe because Portland is seen as like the jewel of the Pacific Northwest, right? And is seen as a, a sort of a, a bastion of progressivism by the outside world. People don't understand that the Pacific Northwest is a hotbed for virulent racism and like extremist groups and hate groups. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah. you got a lot of racism. I mean, there's, there. there's a lot of territory. In fact, like some of them actually legitimately talk about like seceding and forming, like joining Idaho. Right, yeah. Or joining like some other fucking state because they're such crybabies. <laughs> they just can't tolerate, they just can't tolerate the changes to their great nation right. as they live on fucking Native American soil. Yeah. Right? <laughs> Um, you know, but you know what you're gonna say? Nazis are fucking babies. Yeah, I was gonna say, dude. Why? I, I almost, I almost said something else, but you know, Nazis, <laughs> Nazis are Nazis are fucking babies. That's funny because because uh, Anthony from Gel, right before we started put, uh, recording tonight, said more slurs on the on the show. I think we've already, I think we're at our top quota before we just become cum town. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and you know, and and we like we like. Uh, we like making people feel, you know, not terribly uncomfortable, at least. Right. You know, I don't mind making the target of my ire feel enormously uncomfortable. Sure, right. That's my that's my goal, in fact. Right. Uh, but, yeah, no, I, I think I know what you're going to say. But, yes, white supremacists are indeed the biggest fucking babies. The biggest fucking babies. Here we are living on indigenous lands out in the middle of nowhere. Right. And we just can't fucking cop with fucking brown people and other ideologies. So uh, we're going to form our own state. Hey, good yeah. luck with that. Well, hey, man, that's because we came about this land via Manifest of Destiny. Oh, that's right. That was well, the we white found man. this land, and Native <laughs> Americans weren't doing nothing with it. <laughs> yeah, they weren't doing anything. They with didn't it have anyway. no fucking roads and cities. Yeah, they didn't have they fucking didn't have cities, no bro. Fucking Second Amendment. Mm-hmm. Yep. If the Native Americans wanted to keep this land, they should have had cities, and they should have had the Second Amendment. That's right. Bar, the period. They should That's have. Had, they should have had genetic resistance to European diseases. <laughs> right. They should have, dude. That's just Darwinism at work, That's baby. That's right. That's all it is. That's right. Let's uh, let's roll the dice. See what's up next. Uh, three. Okay. Three is the LP promo by Existence from Stockholm, Sweden. The Bandcamp is existencehc.bandcamp.com. There are two songs on this: Horror Spawns and Realm of Hate. I figure we can just go ahead and listen to the first song of the two. Um, it's a slight, slightly shorter, you know, 30 yeah. seconds shorter, 40 yeah. seconds shorter. Um, so we are going to listen to Horror Spawns by Existence off of their LP promo, which is coming out on Quality Control at Yo, some point in the near future. this was released today. Oh, this, was, this came out today. February 28th, 2020. Look at that. We're on the fucking cutting edge of hardcore. That's We're on right. the bleeding edge. This, like, you know, technically, I think, I don't know if Sweden's in tomorrow yet. Mm-hmm. Might have been yesterday that they released it for them. Sure. Regardless. Regardless. Within 24 hours. Well, that's, you know what? You listen to Demo Listen, you stay on top of things. Let's listen to Horror Spawns by the band Existence. 
That was Horror Spawns by the band Existence off of their LP promo. Uh, whatever. That was fine. It sounded good. The production on it was pretty good. Yep. Um, but I don't listen to a lot of stuff that sounds like that. I don't listen to a lot of hardcore that sounds like that. Right. That has been written in the past 20 years. Sure. Right? This takes me back to stuff that I would listen to circa 1994 through 7. Right. Right. Um, liked it a lot back then. Don't really give a shit now. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it had some catchy moments, but now anymore the stuff that I listen to li- listen to that's like this is just fucking metal, right? You right? Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, I've yeah. said that before. Like, yeah. I would I would rather hear hardcore being hardcore and metal just being fucking metal. Sure, fair enough. Right. So that's how I feel about that. It doesn't right. really it doesn't really do a lot for me in any way. Fair enough. Um, I really, really liked that a lot. I thought it was great. That's definitely how I like to hear my heavy hardcore executed. If I think of metallic hardcore that is not leaning into the darker sort of death-wishy metallic hardcore like Convergence, stuff like that, uh, this is what comes to mind for sure. There is a lot of clear lineage, like metal lineage in this in the riffs. It is a riff-heavy approach to hardcore. It is bordering on just being straight-up metal at moments for sure. I mean, you know, when you're quoting, uh, you know, Marauder as an influence, that's obvious. Marauder is, some would have you, some would have you think a straight up metal band, although their lineage and their roots are definitely in New York hardcore, but an argument could be made, right? Uh, same with this kind of stuff. Like, you could definitely see a hardcore purist saying, oh, this isn't fucking hardcore. You know, this is fucking metal. Oh, it's definitely hardcore. It's definitely hardcore, but there are hardcore purists who would say, right. oh, this is just, this shit's, this is fucking metal shit. Right. Um, but as far, like I said, as far as my tastes go for, like, metal-influenced, heavy, bouncy hardcore, this is right in my fucking wheelhouse. I really like this stuff. I like the bands that were cited as, as influences, like Demise and Marauder, a lot. That's my shit. That's my favorite of, like, heavy New York hardcore, East Coast hardcore stuff. Um, this is great. It is a little bit outside of the, uh, you know, the typical quality control release that you might hear. It's not that far off from that game LP, though. You know what I mean? Not that far. No. Um, this is I like yeah as you mentioned the production is really good I like the I like a reverb heavy production on stuff like this yeah. when you get like a dry super modern production on shit it in this vein it fucking it, sucks the, 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 that the production on it as it was makes it feel well that's that's one of the reasons that this is a hardcore record and not a metal record sure right, right. yeah lyrically right mm-hmm. it doesn't keep it doesn't um it doesn't have the riffs right and the fucking like just sort of like uh, I guess pacing that a metal, metal song would have mm-hmm. but um, the production in general also is makes it sound like a hardcore song instead of a metal song yeah for sure um, I, like I said I like the reverb heady, heavy uh, vocal delivery and like the loud ass fucking bouncy New York hardcore snare um, the artwork on this is pretty cool I dig it 
it's good. I like this a lot. Like I said, as far as for my taste go, heavy hardcore, this is what I like this shit to sound like. There seems to be a new wave of bands that are kind of doing this kind of shit um, like, and getting bigger off of it, like Never Ending Game and stuff like that. I couldn't be happier about that because I really hate heavy hardcore that leans into like like deathcore influence and shit, and that's definitely been popular for the last couple years, and I'm super, super fucking over that. I mean, for my taste, my favorite hardcore is, as we just discussed, as we listened to the prior release by Reek Minds, is like OG US hardcore for sure. So if we see a resurgence of that, that's like, which we kind of are seeing a resurgence yeah. of that, that's honestly, like, for my money, that's what I want to see. But if we're going to have, like, some heavy hardcore bands that are coexisting with that world, this is the kind of stuff I would like to see. And also bands like this can play on a show with Reek Minds and not have it be totally out of fucking place. Right, unless they're doing, like, a half-hour set. Right, exactly. But if they're coming in and playing, like, 15 to 18-minute set, right, cool. You know what I mean? You can have both of those bands on a show. Everybody has a good time. You know, also, I don't know what the scene is like in Sweden, but... My main gripe with shit that veers into heavy hardcore, and this was being discussed in the group earlier last night too, is like not even the music. It's as we've discussed many times on this show, the people that fucking go to see the bands. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Which are largely intolerable. As I think one of the old heads in the group said, "Hey, sorry, I don't want to stand around and get punched in the back of the head by a six foot five dude with a beard for fucking two hours." Right? Yeah. Like I feel you. That's just not fucking fun to me. Um, Maybe the scene around this kind of stuff in Sweden is not that way. Yeah, who knows? Who knows? You know what I mean? But that said, I really like this stuff. I definitely want to listen to the other song on this, and uh, we'll check out the LP when it comes out. Uh, it's, you know, Quality Control continues to put out dope shit. To me, they're kind of becoming almost like with the variety of shit that they're putting out, but with all of it being kind of the utmost, uh, being of the utmost quality in its like particular genre or approach, kind of like a European triple B in that uh, way. I knew you were going to say that. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, for sure. Let's roll the dice to see what's up next. One. Okay, one is Casket Gown. The band camp is casketgown.bandcamp.com. This is a screamo band from Madison, Wisconsin. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry, that has to be a joke, right? In the description, core? beauty core? Are you shitting me right now? I never, that's, that's, uh, that's a joke, right? That's a new one on me. Hold on. Boy, I'll tell you what. Oh, man. Yeah, that's a new one on me. <laughs> your immune system is trying... You yeah. fucking just even speaking that aloud, your immune system's trying to kick it out of your fucking bloodstream. I know. Hold on. I, hold on. I got that I got that word stuck in my nose. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, John McCracken, like I said, you self-submitted this. You're in this band. You said you don't like a lot of the things that we say other than things having to do with music. Look, pal... Um, <laughs> pal, <laughs> if you're gonna fucking describe your band as beauty core, you better steal yourself. Yeah, like, wh what circles of the internet did that term even come up? Like, what the fuck is that? Yeah, what the fuck is that? And also, he said that he was uh, hesitant to submit his other band because he's scared that we would roast it too hard. That's the point. But yo. If you weren't too scared to submit a band that self-describes as beauty core, well, then I can't imagine what the fucking band you know that you were scared to submit is in, like. In the spirit of keeping an, a, a bright outlook. <laughs> well, it's hard to fucking do when you have beauty core. Beauty core might be the best thing I've heard in a while. 
I bet it fucking won't be. I'm, I'm going to keep an open mind. I here. bet it won't be. Let's listen to the second song. Yeah, the, that's what I was thinking. I hate Chud. That's the one that he suggested that we listen to. Yeah. Um. So, all right. Motherfucker. You got... You, mm, mm. John, you put a bad taste in my mouth before I heard a note of music. And for that, you're fucking... Do, you're, you're, I'm docking you a couple points for that right off the one bat. One strike off the bat, huh? Yeah, that's right. Is, that, is it because of the beauty core? Yeah, it's just because of beauty core. Okay. Um, all right, so we're going to listen to I Hate Chuds by Casket Gown off of their demo 2020. That was the song I Hate Chuds by the band Casket Gown off of their Demos 2020. And uh, I'm going to lead on this. Nate, could you uh, unplug the aux cord so we don't get that buzzing? So <clears throat> that was better than I thought it'd be. It wasn't It wasn't as god-awful as I was expecting. Right, for sure. Um, you know, you guys self-described as screamo, post-hardcore and whatnot. Um, yeah, okay, sure. It's in that camp. I would say this is definitely a very modern iteration of those terms because I can tell you guys are drawing heavily from a band like Gouge Away, who is on Death Wish, 
awesome fucking band. I've seen them live a couple times. They put on a great show, have really good records. Um, pretty much kind of a universally lauded band. Nate, I think you would even like Gouge Away. I've heard them. They're all right. Yeah, they're yeah, pretty like good. Um, like I said, that that's a band that definitely falls, broadly speaking, in the sort of post-hardcore category in the sense that they are playing music that is clearly influenced by hardcore, but you couldn't quite categorize it just as, post, as hardcore. It requires some other sort of modifier. This is that too. Like that riff you mentioned while we were listening to it. If a hardcore band that played that riff, yeah. yeah, that sludgy riff, it was pretty fucking good. That yeah. was a pretty good riff. Kids uh, would go ape shit to that if that were like part of a fucking like basement hardcore song. Sure, for sure. You put that riff on a fucking Reek Mind song, uh huh. Yes. And kids would fucking go ballistic. That's that is true for sure. The production on this was very bad. Um, I would say maybe. <laughs> You know what I mean? It's a demo. Charmingly bad. Yeah. Right? It's 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 that um yeah, charmingly endearingly horrible production. Right, for sure. Um yeah, I didn't hate this nearly as much as I thought I would leading into it with the tag Beauty Core. This wasn't the noodly screamo that I was expecting. Boy, I tell you what. Yeah. I that stuff. Uh-huh. will send me running to the hills. <laughs> yeah, I know it will. Um I will say this though. I like I like that your lyrics are, uh, you know, like self-empowered, right? You yeah. seem, seem to be. Um, yeah. I will say this, though. You ain't breaking through my shield of masculinity. <laughs> it's it's not a shield. At this point, it's, it's steel walls three feet thick in every direction, not even letting in a shred of light. Yeah, I would say it's not even a shield of masculinity. It's, 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 yeah, it is a um, shield of nihilism. Yes, it is. <laughs> it is, it is, it is uh, an penetrable right adamantine yes uh exterior yeah three miles thick right yes it an- surrounds nothing but a dripping black staticky core it's a gundam sized exosuit <laughs> yeah. yeah but anyway, anyway we digress yes that wasn't as horrible as we expected no um tan lines do fade unless uh you work outside like me i have trucker tan that <laughs> right. does not go away mm-hmm at any time. If I took my shirt off right now, it'd look like I'm wearing a white t-shirt um, and I'd have tan arms. <laughs> right, yeah. And they never go away. Mm-hmm. Um, and friends are not forever. They die. Yeah, that's true. They stab you in the back as many hardcore songs will <laughs> tell right. you. Yeah, listen to some youth career. Uh, you'll learn. They fade away. Mm-hmm. Um, there's any number of reasons why friends go away and yep. they are not forever. So um, that title for it is just obviously incorrect yeah that's very true it's obviously incorrect and the friends that you are the friends that you're with in this band right now mm-hmm. the four of you abby and bobby and carl and john yeah in 20 years 10 years you'll be lucky if you even know each other <laughs> yeah that's probably true that's absolutely true yep statistically um but yeah that wasn't that wasn't as god-awful as i thought it was going to be it was god-awful don't get sure. me wrong oh sure sure it was demo quality yeah right it was you as you said the production was a step above a boombox recording right yeah a step above it mm-hmm. which is fine um it had some parts to it that i thought okay that's not bad i i honestly did cape up for you when we were listening to him but like that fucking riff if you heard that riff in a hardcore song kids would go fucking nuts and indeed they would yeah um it's just wrapped up in a package that um, I don't like. Not at all, no. Right? I am glad that the lyrics seem to be self-empowering, and maybe that's what the beauty core is, right? Perhaps. I'm self-empowered, right? Perhaps. I'm seeing the beauty of my own self, no matter what it is. <laughs> I guess, Regardless man. of my baloney tits and the fucking, my, my cavernous belly button, right? <laughs> and my fucking frog legs, right? 
<laughs> regardless of my scoliosis, regardless of uh, my uh, cystic acne, right? right? Yeah. Regardless of how I'm feeling, regardless of how, you know, mm-hmm. everybody's put the boots to me for who I am and what right. I am. God damn it, I love myself. Right. Right. And that's as good. Yo, if you're, if the world is getting down on you, that's as good a position to occupy as any. Yeah. Because there ain't no good in fucking feeling sorry for there yourself. There ain't no good in feeling sorry for yourself. And I will say that the lyrics to this song were one or two steps past feeling sorry for yourself. Yeah. You go back a couple steps. <laughs> right. And yeah. It's a whole different fucking story. <laughs> you could backslide right into now. it easily. Yeah. Right. You go back a couple steps. It's a whole different fucking story. Yeah. But you get past it. Right, you, you you realize your beauty core self, <laughs> and uh, you are empowered in yourself. Right. And you, you don't forget, and you don't forget. No matter how weird other people may think you are, or however they're beating you down, mm-hmm. you don't owe anybody a fucking explanation. That's right. See, positive. Yeah, that's right. Positive. You curl up next to your waifu pillow t- pillow tonight. It doesn't matter what the people on the internet say. No. Because you've got that big tittied anime girlfriend right next to you at all times, right. and she's. You could say. Tan lines fade, big titted anime girlfriends are forever. Right. Cum stains on my wife filled pillow, forever. Yeah, and there's almost certainly at least one member of this band that owns a waifu pillow. I don't know about that. I guarantee it. (laughs) (laughs) So on that note, wasn't as bad as we expected it to be, but still pretty damn bad. Now, come on, John, you got to step up with the other thing. Yeah, now you got to step up with the other thing because we roasted this. I mean, we were way nicer than we than, than I expected to be. I'll say we, that. We toasted it the way that you should toast a marshmallow, gently right. and over the coals, but not enough to ruin it. Right, exactly. There you right. go. Right, yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, so send in your next band. Don't be fucking scared. Right. All right, let's roll the dice, see what's up next. Uh, one again. One again, okay. This is Guardrail with Trials of Anguish. The band camp is guardrailhc.bandcamp.com. Of all the stuff that we've had submitted to us tonight, this is the one, other than what we just heard, uh, this is the one that I am most inclined to feel like I'm not going to like from Jump. You know, there's like a hand style logo on it, like a graffiti hand style logo. It was described as like beat down adjacent, uh, hardcore metal, metalcore heavy in in the description. Well, you if know. you look at their if you look at their logo from a couple releases ago from 2018 in the Battle Creek split, uh-huh. um, it almost it almost looks like some sort of like fucking you know heavy metal, death metal, black metal, tech metal logo. That is true. So maybe if they really lean into the metal stuff, uh, I'll I'll be proven wrong here. I very well could be. Like I said, just based on aesthetic alone, this is the one where I'm like, mm, I don't know about this, but I am re- I'm ready and willing to be proven wrong at all times. I love being proven wrong. And we have been proven wrong a couple times by like heavier, more straight ahead hardcore bands on this on yep. this podcast. It has occurred. So uh oh man. Cripes. The song lengths are a little off putting to me, I will say. The first song on here is almost five minutes long, so Nope. Uh, um hmm. boy, I tell you what. We're just gonna have to. I ain't gonna have it. to bite the bullet. Yeah, we're gonna have we're to. Not bite, we, out of yeah, we're not getting out of this, man. We can't. We can't pick a short song because the shortest one is the last one on here, and that wouldn't really be fair to the release. No. Do you want to go with the opener? <sighs> That's the longest one on here. I'm guessing that that one might have some sort of intro. Yeah, some sort. You know of like what I mean? It's called Inhumane sort of Cruelty too, so I almost expect it to be like very vegan. So you might have some sounds of a slaughterhouse at first or something. Yeah. Who knows? Let's listen to the second song. Okay. 
Eyes. Eyes. Yeah, so we're going to listen to all four minutes and 31 seconds of the song Eyes by the band Guardrail off of their release Trials of Anguish. And I'm going to let you know, hardcore songs have no fucking business being four minutes and some odd seconds long. No, they really don't, so you better keep it interesting. Let's go.
All right, we just heard the song Eyes by the band Guardrail off of their record Trials of Anguish. And I must say, the lyrics and the title of this record are both incredibly fitting because listening to this was like a trial of anguish in and of itself. The last lyric to that song, haunted by a memory that will never cease. Yeah. I will be haunted by the memory of that song, which at the time I was afraid would never fucking cease. I was already remembering it and then realizing it hadn't yet ceased. <laughs> That's exactly right. At the, about right. the three minute mark. Yes. Yeah, that song I think gave me PTSD. Yeah. I feel like I'm going to have Nam-esque flashbacks to that song going because you told me, holy shit, there's a minute and a half left to go. I already felt like we had far exceeded the four and a half minutes that we talked about in the onset. Right. But there was still a minute and a half no, left. No, I, honestly, I thought the song was winding down to three minutes, and I was like, oh, fucking finally. And I looked at it, and I was like, oh, shit. Yeah. It's three It's three minutes and one second. That really sucked. Yeah. As, you, as, as, as I pointed out while we were listening to it, I said that existence is exactly the type of heavy hardcore that I like and that it is hopefully the death knell for a certain brand of heavy hardcore that has been in vogue with younger kids the last few years. And this is exactly the sort of deathcore gent adjacent shit that I was referring to, as you said, the Remus to the Romulus that is existence. Yeah. This is... I looked in the picture because I had suspicions, and it was confirmed. There are seven-string guitars in this band. There is a five-string bass. Yep. Sure way to guarantee that I don't give a fuck about a single note that you are going to play is if I see a fucking seven-string guitar. This uh, couldn't be any further. I mean, truly, truly, I, when I say this, I'm not just trying to be a dick or anything because... There's plenty of music that I find way more offensive to my sensibilities than this. But as far as being further away from what I like or listen to or consider in my wheelhouse, this is about as far as you can get, as far afield as you can get with heavy music. Yeah, you know, I was going to come in and, and I was going to, like, do some sort of, like, tongue-in-cheek thing talking about how, you know, this sort of hardcore, you can tell the, the people that write this sort of hardcore have a good, strong foundation on, like, the origins of the form. <laughs> and, you know, this is really coming from a, from, from a place of, like, hardcore's nascency. Right, that's right. Um, and just, you know, modernizing it for 2020 yeah, or sure. whatever, right, for, 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 the, for the 2000s. Sure. Um, this has everything in common with hardcore that a band like Sugar Pill had. Right. Yeah. Exactly. It has nothing. Right. It's not founded. It's not no. founded in hardcore in any way. This is founded no. in in metal and and a, a specific as you mentioned, gent. Right. Like yeah. the first thing I heard just with the guitar tone was like, oh, okay. And initially too, he didn't he, he didn't sound like the vocalist from Meshuggah, but at first. Right. Yes. Right. Yeah. Um. And that's fine. I like Meshuggah. To a point. To a point. Right. Yeah. Right. To a point. I'm not going to listen to him all the time. Sure. Um, but, you know, they got some good songs. Sure. They got some good records. Definitely. Um, but I'm not listening to any other band that sounds like Meshuggah. No, 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 And no, th no. this band didn't sound like Meshuggah at all. I mean, no. they, weren't going, they, don't, they don't do that. But I was trying to think of what the references are between the, the, the folks in this band. Like, what are their references and where do my tastes overlap? Mm -hmm. And I started thinking... This is a sort of hardcore that sonically, as I listen to it, I never listen to shit like this. No, never. why would you? No, and why because would you? I don't, I don't swim in the internet a lot. I'm not exposed to a lot of hardcore like this. Sure. So when I hear it, I have no modern reference. Right. None. And the first thing I heard was like, "This is a hard. This is a style of hardcore that was born. Probably it was birthed from like the the leftovers of Sepultura's Roots album." 
<laughs> right. I mean, it's a long lineage to get there. Yeah. It's like a 20 like, year lineage, but, but that can, could be, that can, could be the case. Like you can trace this uh-huh. to roots more than you could trace this to any other hardcore band. Sure. Yeah. yeah I agree with that. Right. You could trace right. this to that. I mean, maybe some of the metallic hardcore, of the nineties is in this, but I, I would of. be stunned. Yeah. If like most people that listen to this have any of like you know the classic victory, no, no, no victory no, no, stuff no. in their collection, or definitely familiar. not. Right, I'd be definitely stunned. not. No, right, and, and and this is definitely more. This is this is literally like the root of this tree for me is you know sepultura roots. Sure. Well, in the sense that it's like, or even like certain certain aspects of like Pantera's music not yeah, in this, yeah. not in the sense that it sounds like that actively now cuz this doesn't sound like Roots and it doesn't sound like Pantera but in the sense that like that fucking tune low fucking groove metal shit yes. that was born out of that yep. led to a bunch of bands that because though because the deathcore bands of the like mid aughts were definitely influenced by that shit just as much as they were influenced by fucking new metal right and then these bands are influenced by those deathcore bands like right. fucking the acacia strain and immure and all of that bullshit and probably mashuga this these these guys probably do like mashuga but they also probably like fucking bullshit like animals as leaders yeah. and shit like that right whatever like I, I don't know. Clearly, they've they've arrived in the hardcore community, quote unquote, broadly speaking. Good for them. Hopefully, you're learning about music that is better than the influences that you're drawing from. But yeah, sonically, this is pretty fucking far afield from actual hardcore. And I'm not trying to be hardcore gatekeeper dude where I'm like, this ain't hardcore, this ain't fucking hardcore. But like, just sonically, this has very, very little to do with what most people would acknowledge as hardcore. Yeah, and, and that's fine. I mean, what do they even have a descriptor? It, it, like, what what would... So, so like, you know, I said, like, this has everything in common with, like, hardcore is that band Sugar Pill. Sure. Right? Right. You could say, too, that it's 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 as much hardcore as Far Beyond, uh, not Far Beyond Driven, well, yeah, Far Beyond Driven, sure, or, yeah. or even, like, Vulgar Display of Power right, yeah. is a hardcore record. Right, exactly. Right? right? Like, definitely, you're, you're pulling from it some. Sure. But it's not. Right, exactly. And we've talked before how, like, a lot of modern rap, mm-hmm. it's still called rap, even though... Maybe there's it's time for a new word. Right. Yeah. There's because there are only some sonic similarities. Like the fo- like the formula is the same, and the instrumentation that you're using is the same. But like it's a distinct form. Yeah. You know what I mean? This is a distinct form. To yeah. me, this this isn't hardcore. At best, it would be uncanny valley hardcore, as we've talked about on the show before. This is as much. This is a little less hardcore than a band like Knocked Loose, but it's definitely in that same fucking world. Yeah. And and. Ultimately, as we point out time and time again, mm-hmm. this shit is of an age and of an era. Right. And it will be forgotten. For sure. Right? Yep. Yep. I, and so... It's, it's, not a, it's not a form that is going to... I mean, shit. Traditional, like, rock and roll-based hardcore. Mm-hmm. You're looking at, like, the, the origins, right? The very first records that come out. Yeah. Late 70s? Yeah, yeah. Right? It's been over 40 years now. Right. This is not a form no. that is going to stand the test of time of 40 years. It hasn't even stood the test of time of 10 or 15 years. It didn't even stand the test of time of 4 minutes and 31 <laughs> seconds. Right. If there's any solace that you can take from this guard guardrail, because I think 
I'm not sure if a member of the band submitted it. It's the way that he talked about it, he or they or she, I'm not really sure, um, talked about it. It seemed to suggest that they were a member of the band. I'm not really sure. Either way, if you're listening, take solace in the fact that we really didn't talk about you that much. We nope. more just talked about the form that you're playing, which to me is incredibly distasteful and I fucking hate. But as far as what you're going for, I'm sure you're arriving right where you want to be. You're hitting the bullseye of shitty gent core. Yeah. Uh, that's just not a world that I want to even dip my fucking toes into. Yeah, And I mean... Uh, to bring it back to the to the band and the, the people in the band, I mean, if this is what you're into and if this is what you're writing, you're a worthless piece of shit anyway. <laughs> so let's do the next one. <laughs> Wait, I thought uh, I thought you were gonna try and keep it uh, keep it positive. It's pretty positive. <laughs> really? Yeah, you think so? <laughs> Characterizing them as a worthless worthless pieces of shit. Yeah. Okay, fair enough. I guess it's all. Hey, if there's anything this show, any lessons this show should impart upon you, it's that everything is a matter of perspective. So yeah. if you say that that's a positive way to look at the world, who's to argue with yeah. you? All right, let's roll the dice to see what's up next. Hopefully something better than that. I knew I was going to fucking hate that, though. God damn it. One again. One again. All right. This is Ill Communication. The Bandcamp is illcommunicationct.bandcamp.com. Like I said, I am fairly certain this shares members with wreckage. Um, at least one, if not two members, I believe. Um, like I said, it was described to me as, as being, you know, for fans of Outburst. Um, I think he said the break, you know, like Breakdown 87 demo and some of the Crown of Thorns stuff. That's all shit I fucking love. Like super, super in my wheelhouse. So this, if this is a, uh, if this is truly a recreation of those three influences that were cited, I'm probably going to love this. I like the artwork. I like the artwork a lot. The artwork has a, uh, it, it's in the long tradition of shitty hand-drawn mm-hmm. artwork by Cretans. Yep, indeed. <laughs> yep, for sure. Um, it's, 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 it's shitty hand, hand-drawn artwork by Cretans of a Cretan. Yep. Um, so, yeah, I'm always, I'm always into that. I think Homeboy in, uh, in the uh, picture is wearing a ringworm hoodie, so that's promising. Oh, yeah? Um, so let's just... Do you want to listen to the... We don't want to do the ICG. Yeah, no, because that's probably like the intro. Let's do Your Excuses. All right, cool. So we're going to listen to Your Excuses by Ill Communication off of their demo 2020.
Alright, that was the song Your Excuses by Ill Communication off of their demo 2020. So I was really into that up to around like the minute two mm-hmm. point when I think that's about when it sort of like shifted into more of a uh, that breakdown that went on for another minute or so. Right. Um, that was hardcore delivered the way I like it. It was the 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 it was mean, mm-hmm. right? It was sloppy. Quite. You know what I mean? Yeah. I got no problem with that. Um, especially when there's again this example where like the feral intensity in the anger, the parent in the delivery, mm-hmm. sort of like supersede the t- any any sort of technical proficiency, right? Because right. let's face it, hardcore is not about technical proficiency. No. it's about fucking raw emotion. Right. Yes. Exactly. Right. If you think it's about technical proficiency, go you're, play metal. You're doing it wrong. Right. Go you're play doing metal. It wrong. Yes. Um. So yeah, I I was into that up until that point. I like how like the vocals, the the phrasing barely fit the measures mm-hmm. you know what i mean that that gave it another sort of like ragged edge sort of feel that i like yeah. with hardcore so demo wise i was way into that right up until like basically uh after the last lines in the song when you leave yeah you better turn that light off yep right the rest of it i don't give a shit about but the first half of the song i like that fair enough i would have that that's a band that would be fun to see um, because you know it's like oh it's a new project right, these dudes yeah. are in right it's uh it just sounded meaner in every way than Wreckage did sure yeah I w- I, w- I will agree with that yeah and uh, I liked it more for that reason um, but it's also something that like needs a little bit of polish it does for sure I felt pretty comparably to this as I did to the Wreckage stuff it shares two members I think Danny and Noah um in that this isn't terrible and it's definitely pulling from stuff that I enjoy. I mean, largely, I think it's probably pulling from some similar influences as Wreckage. Yeah. It's maybe, as you mentioned, a little bit meaner. It sounds a little bit more raw, but it just didn't do anything for me, man. I was I was bored from Jump with this and I just never, nothing about it ever really clicked for me. Um, the influences you cited are all in my lane and I can hear them peeking through, but you just, you got to come harder with the riffs on this stuff, man. I, I need, I need more to sink my teeth into. I need this. When I think of the type of hardcore that you describe, I think of like meaty songs. I think of songs with a lot to like shit that is incredibly hummable, yeah. you know? I mean, I agree. Th- this wasn't reaching that. And again, it's a demo, so that's okay. It doesn't need to be coming like full force out of the gate. Um, and I will also say the vocal delivery was actually mad off-putting to me because it was like so bad in yeah. terms of like actual cadence and placement that it was distracting to yeah. me. I did not like it. Yeah. Um, I, I can definitely get enjoying like the raw amateurish delivery of it for me, it didn't have the same effect. I just really didn't like it. Yeah. So, so you you dislike it for the same reasons that I liked it. Right. Yeah. For in sure. That like there wasn't there wasn't a lot of like I guess like meat on the bones, mm-hmm. so to speak. Yeah. On this, and it was it was yeah. Generally speaking, it needs a lot of polishing. But that that like to me the 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 aggression in the vocal delivery mm-hmm. and just sort of like the fuck it, let's just bang this out. Right sort of attitude to it that's kind of what made me like it fair enough and i think i i remember reading in one of the threads on the facebook group that i think all the wreckage stuff and this shit was recorded in like the same day yeah which is cool i fuck with that and if anything yo i fuck with like young 
kids playing hardcore having the drive to like go in the studio and bang out two fucking demos in a weekend that's sick i mean most kids are i wouldn't say most kids i don't want to generalize and be an old dude but a lot of younger people are like incredibly privileged by the fact that they have endless access to technology as we've talked about before it's easy to record something put into the ether if it doesn't pan out give it up it's easy to have an incredibly lazy approach to this type of stuff in the year 2020 because it's easier than ever to access it and to create it and to put it out into the world so the fact that you're like going into a studio and like cutting two releases at the same time if that is indeed the case if i read that correctly is fucking cool and the fact that you guys share members and are doing several things at once that's cool I know it's fucking cliche, but your youth is going to slip the fuck away from you and you're going to wish that you did more. I burn the candle at both ends constantly because eventually I'm not going to be able to burn the candle at fucking all. You know what I'm saying? So shout out to you for doing that. I will say, though, that neither of the projects that I've heard from this camp have really struck me, but I didn't hate either of them by any stretch. And I think that both of them showed potential to be better, maybe just a little bit more thought put into the actual songwriting process, I think that you guys could land somewhere that uh, feels a little bit more impactful, but it's not its not there yet for me. Well, I think you should stop doing whatever it is you're doing in Wreckage mm-hmm. and just focus on writing good hardcore songs with ill communication because I like this better. Fair enough. Make them shorter. I'm going to tell sure. you how to write your... I'm going to tell your fucking band how to write. Go. No, I'm not. But I am going to say, um, don't turn into worthless pieces of shit like a dude's in guardrail. <laughs> If you can avoid that, all will be all will be well. Right. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, like I said, I don't have anything else to say about this. Good name, Beastie Boys reference. Love the Beastie Boys. Um, demo artwork is good. It's not terrible for a demo. I'll check out the rest of it. It's not there yet. But as far as uh, it just being a demonstration of your capabilities, I've heard a lot worse. If you come back, uh, you know, with a seven inch or a tape, and like I said, you've put a little bit more thought into the songwriting, hit me with some more memorable riffs. I'll fuck with this. I would book it. I'd watch it live. You know, you play a fucking 12-minute long set. I'll watch that. I'll have fun to it. But beyond that, I don't really have any... I don't have any more thoughts on it. Yeah, okay. You Next wanna, up. Yeah, I think we have time for eh, at least one more. How, we we how had some long-winded... We got we, we, we can't keep up the two-hour fucking sessions. Well, I mean, people don't seem to be complaining. Yeah. Well, I'm sick. Yeah, true. Six. Okay. Six is... Let's see... Well, wait. We don't have. We don't even have six. I don't think. One, two, three. Yeah, we've already got. We've already gotten through five. So right, five. I'll just put it. Yeah, I'll just put it a five. Um, so that is Flesh Tomb with Torn from the Womb of the Sky. The Bandcamp is fleshtomb.bandcamp.com. This is a band from Wilmington, Delaware. Um, let's see. Oh, okay. Word. So this is actual former members of Internal Bleeding. It's former members of Mercy Blow, Internal Bleeding, and Vicious Embrace. So that makes sense why there is a fucking guest vocal fucking from dude from Internal Bleeding and dude from fucking Devourment and shit. Okay. These are obviously people with, uh, well, real slam credentials. Okay. Um, I have been on a fucking slam kick lately, so this might just scratch my itch. I have been listening to... The lowest of the low bullshit slam. I mean, I, like cemetery rapist and shit. <laughs> like, yeah, okay. Yeah, like bullshit. Yeah, I, the, I, the, I, the cricket. Yeah, cricket. Yeah, yeah. I, so much so that I've been writing like Wigger slam riffs in my room, and I'm going to full on do like a solo recording project. I I hate this stuff. Uh huh. Um, in almost every way. But do you like do you like devourment and shit. 
Yeah, it's okay. Okay, see, so yeah, it's I, not I something that I'm going to listen to a lot. Ah, I love it. Um, so, it, it, so lowest of the low. So, cemetery rapist is where I'm at right now, right? Because right? now I'm just thinking like shitty fucking gore grind, right? Yeah, yeah, and like shitty fucking gore porn slam and sure. stuff like that. I hate it in almost every way, <laughs> right? Except like the pure, um, I would say juggalo level <laughs> of yeah, like, yes. like indignant uh indignant sort of like vileness to it sure you know and what like, i mean make no mistake like once you get down to that level it yeah. is juggalo adjacent as can be oh sure like dude from cemetery rapist full-on smokes i don't know if he currently does but at least at the time smoked meth like actively smoked meth. you don't you don't all you need to do is look at him. right yeah for sure right yes yeah and he you looks know. like a dude from a harmony Korean movie yes yes yeah. um and I, I I also enjoy it, not musically, but just from a standpoint of it is antithetical to music. Right, yeah. You know what I mean? But, like, in a different way. So, like, Mersbo, mm-hmm. definitely not fucking music. Sure. You know what I mean? Yes. Like, pick any number of a fucking condom, any weirdo right. fucking noise, not music. Right. This is not music in a... Um, in a much more poopy way, <laughs> right? Quite literally, oh, quite literally, yes. right? Like, like it is, it is, it is, it is, um, it is every bit as anti-music mm-hmm. as like adult babies <laughs> are like anti-human. <laughs> That's a good fucking comparison. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. For like, sure. when you go down the adult baby. Uh-huh. I might have to do that. I might have to go down an adult baby <laughs> rabbit hole tonight before bed. Yeah. Right. When you go down the adult baby like rabbit hole, mm. you realize pretty quickly that, um, man, oh man, people are the worst. Right. You, like you, you, you realize pretty quickly that we 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 have just the most tenuous grasp mm-hmm. on civilization. And uh, any sort of like forward-thinking, progressive hope in the future. Right. Right. Yes. I mean, if you really want to get bummed out quickly, go down the adult baby rabbit hole. Yeah, it's it's pretty fucking bleak. Man. And you're you're gonna find you're gonna find people that you would put under your boot heel immediately if you could. No matter how much of a I don't nice care person how you progressive you are. You are right? yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't care. Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't care. I don't care how, you know, how how good of an ally you are to whatever fucking, like, you know, class of people or, yeah. or, or social group of people, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I don't give a fuck, right? If, if fucking Greta Thunberg <laughs> saw adult babies, yeah. she would immediately bulldoze them <laughs> into an open fucking grave. Right? Yeah, probably. She would. Yeah. She, she, she would line them up. And tap them to the head, each one of them, right. and just let them tumble into a fucking grave. Sure. She'd lead the charge. <laughs> She'd throw away all her concern about climate change and immediately mm. have to address, root out these adult babies first. <laughs> yeah, for sure. And so I feel like, in many ways, this sort like cemetery rapist, and I don't, I, I don't know, like I don't listen to a lot of slam, right? But like the lowest of the low when sure. it comes to gore grind, Se- and, and slam, and stuff like that, shit, yeah, is 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 on the same level as adult babies. Sure, I feel that, but. 
And that's one thing that I do like about it is its unapproachability. Yeah. Because, like, there is so much of, like, hardcore and punk, like, especially just punk as we understand it in a traditional sense, has been totally defanged. I mean, shit, when I was growing up, there was the Punky Chips Ahoy commercial. Yeah. Right, you know? Right. I mean, it's been completely defanged. This still, you wear a fucking, like, slam shirt in public. There's no fucking polite, civilized society where you are not going to get looks or asked to leave the fucking restaurant or your fucking girlfriend's parents are going to kick you out of their fucking dinner. Right. Right. And if there is one thing I like and truly no sarcasm, deeply admire, it's willful unapproachability. Yeah. It's like an absolute barrier between yourself and the rest of the world. Yeah. I mean, look at the picture of the... uh 302 demo, the artwork on there. I don't even know what's going on. Yeah, and there's like, and like it's, it's a human, I think. It was turned into a pretzel. Are they still alive? I don't know. It doesn't and, look like they and have like a head. Tomb of Knives, right? It's like a body of I think a woman that has been totally eviscerated, partially skinned, yeah, split the fuck open, right? Right. I mean, it's like it's like fucking old school, early internet gore images. Yeah, and and know? like some of your favorite fucking death metal from the nineties. Well. Fucking carcass, right? Sure, right, yeah. Pioneered by carcass. Yeah, I, right? yes, 100%. Go back and look at, I mean, this shit is this shit is obviously in the lineage of, and we haven't heard this band at all, but right. obviously in the lineage of, like, Mortician. Right, sure. Right? Mortician had some of the best fucking album art, yeah. right? Shit sucked. Terrible. <laughs> I mean, it's unlistenable, right? I like some Mortician, but yes, it is bad. I like Mortician. I like one Mortician song, and it's the same fucking Mortician song that they just put on every fucking album, right? Yeah. Over and over and over and over right. and over again. I only need yeah. to hear it once. I only sure. need to hear one Mortician song, and I've heard every single Mortician song. Fair enough. Right? Fair enough. And so this... I I do. I, I do like the... the uh, um, the uh, audacity of it. Yeah, it's the last bastion for, like... True antisocial fucking weirdos. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Now, whether or not that results in music that you want to listen to, it's a toss-up. Right. But, like I said, I'm in the fucking Wigger Slam mindset. I've been watching fucking videos of fat dudes in puffy vests and sweatpants play to fucking cretinous mutants in the Czech Republic all week. I'm fucking ready for Flesh Tomb. Okay. So, do we want to listen to one of the songs that features somebody else of slam fame, or do we want to listen to them undiluted no, we, we by features? We have to features? listen to them. Yeah, right? for sure. So, what song do we want to listen to? Tomb of Knives is a re-recording of, of something off of a, pre- or a prior release, I believe. Um, um, I mean, I don't know. Let's just, you want to go to the second track? Shroud? Yeah, let's go with the second track. Right. And there's lyrics, thank God. Yeah. So we're going to listen to Shroud by Flesh Tomb from Torn from the Womb of the Sky. Yeah! 
Okay, that was the song Shroud by the band Flesh Tomb off of their release Torn from the Womb of the Sky, and that indeed did scratch my wigger slam itch. That's exactly what I wanted what to you be. Were looking for? I loved it. I loved every second of that. It's my favorite thing I've heard tonight. Really? Yes. Okay. But I'm in that mindset right now. I mean, I would say that probably, I would say Reek Minds is obviously the actual best thing yes. that we heard tonight. Right. But as far as just the zone that I've been in lately, this is what I wanted to hear. Right. I loved it. Okay. Yeah, I I, I don't really like this stuff. Mm-hmm. I mean, like I said, I like the aesthetic of it. I right. like the audacity of it. I sure. like the stupidness of it. Right. There's a lot, And that's because, frankly, a lot of it intersects and directly takes from, like, audacious, stupid records that I... Death metal records and grindcore records that I actually like. Sure, right. You know what I mean? Yeah. So the aesthetic of it I can find elsewhere. Yeah. And as I was listening to this and sort of reading the lyrics, like, why would I Why would I choose to listen to this when I could listen to something like, I don't know, Coffins, mm-hmm. which is way fucking heavier and catchier, or I could listen to Carcass or Cannibal Corpse up through, like... My, the last Cannibal Corpse record that I like is probably Gallery of Suicide, and that's just because I was of an age when it came out. Fair enough. Um, but I could listen to old, older Cannibal Corpse mm-hmm. and find something that's more visually interesting to look at. Right. Um, lyrically is cooler. Sure. Right? Carcass, musically better in every fucking way. Right. Right? So th- that's what I mean. Like, this is, I get this it. is the dumb adult baby version <laughs> of that shit. I get that for sure. It just scratches a very different itch for me. Yeah. Like, I go to Carcass, and I love the brutality of it, but I also love fucking Carcass riffs, right? Right. I listen to this for a totally different reason. The ignorance of the just constant fucking slams and gravity blasts and shit, it being a total farce unto itself, a deconstruction of all of death metal's elements. Right. I love that, as we've already discussed, the absurdity of it, but also there is something about this sonically from the moment that I heard it when I was considerably younger that I just was like, I love this. This just clicks for me. Yeah, and I I heard the harmon like like the, the pinch harmonics right. and like and, and like the tempo and, and the riff I was like I, I would just rather go listen to incantation. Fair enough. You know I what mean, I mean? Right. And it's again incantation better is objective. In every fucking way. Sure, of course. Right? Incantation it's heavier, is better. it's right. fucking yeah. wicked. Right. You know what I mean? It, yeah. Visually it looks cool. Sure. So yeah, I the only the only I don't ever listen to anything like this. The yep. only reason I like it mm-hmm. is just because of the perversity of it. Sure. Right. Which is totally fair. I definitely get that. But like I said, this uh I I don't I don't like I, I will never eat, for instance, um this is this is the rally's hamburger <laughs> of like, you know, uh-huh. metal. Fair enough. You know what I mean? I, I never eat rallies. Right. I appreciate that there's rallies there because I think it's hysterical that people <laughs> go there and eat it. Uh-huh. I'll never I ate it once and it almost killed me. <laughs> This is actually a perfect comparison because this this is maybe, in a way, maybe this really captures the essence of our personalities in a way that nothing else has, yeah. this comparison. Because before I was vegan and vegetarian, when I was much younger, yeah. I would consume the Rally's Rodeo Burger with the fucking, like, double patty and the fucking onion ring and the barbecue sauce and the I, melted cheddar. I'm not cheddar. familiar with it because, I, I, like I said, I ate mm, a cheeseburger mm, from mm, Rally's once and mm. almost died. I I would eat them for a period of time in high school almost daily. Yeah. I would eat them. But why would you eat that when you could get a bacon eater? Because it just scratched right? an itch. It's the exact same. There's right. something different in our... And there's something different in our DNA where 
the fucking Rally's Rodeo Burger appeals to me. There's something base about it. Right. That it's not just the idea of it. It's the actual consumption of it. It's the perversity of it. Perhaps, but there's, but I take pleasure in the actual, not just on a conceptual level, right? It's like some people really like sexual debasement, yeah. right? And some people in concept, they get it and they right. understand the appeal, but some people really like to be pissed on in the streets of Paris, France, right? Right. I like to be pissed on in the streets of Paris, France. I want to eat the fucking rodeo burger. I want to listen to internal bleeding and flesh tomb. See, I, I, I appreciate I appreciate it from a totally different standpoint. I want to laugh at and live in a world where people want to be pissed on the (laughs) streets. Right, sure, yeah, 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 I get that. I want to drive past rallies and see the fucking corpses lined up, (laughs) right? The future corpses, like, going into rallies to get that uh, awful food, right? Right, sure. But I want to do it while I am eating a delicious Culver's burger. Right. Or uh, a triple a triple bacon eater. Yeah, maybe and, and stand off the side scoffing at the uh, the low brow perversity of it all. Sure, and 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 maybe this maybe my infatuation with music like this and with the fucking rallies onion ring burgers of the world because literally today I went and got the equivalent of that at the vegan restaurant by my house. I got a fucking barbecue burger with onion rings on it. Yeah, maybe it's like the equivalent of when rich people are. Like spend the weekend slumming it. Yeah, you know what I mean. Because I like to think of myself as generally speaking, broadly speaking, pretty thoughtful. I have my shit. No, by most adult standards, not at all. But by my own standards, <laughs> I have my shit mostly together, right? Yeah. You know, I I fucking I I paid rent today, and right. there's food in my fucking fridge, right? And I am pretty happy, right? So by and large, and emotionally speaking, I'm fairly well adjusted. Yeah at this juncture in my life. So this is like the equivalent of slumming it for me, right? Like there are other things that I spend my time with more frequently that I would consider to be more intellectual pursuits, I guess. This is just going, you know, I'm just, I'm fucking, I'm leaving upstate New York. I'm going to the city. I'm going to the seedy dive bar. I'm going to really get a slice of life. That's me with fucking slam and porno grind and shit. It's like I'm just turning my brain off for a while, and I'm just reveling in the filth of it. Yeah, and I just observe it right while haughtily eating my triple baconator. Sure, and I'll return to the triple baconator. Right. That's what I want every day. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. But every once in a while, I have a week. Well, you fucking, you've seen the fast food bags in my car. I know. (laughs) You know what I mean? Your your car will be nice and clean for a little while. Yeah. And then it'll it'll, it'll be... uh, Arby's bags. Right. Yes, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure. Yeah. Again, this is really capturing a lot about our respective personalities here because I am I'm like a binge consumer in every sense. Like I've talked about on here before, I don't play video games for six months and then I spend two weeks where I play for 12 hours a day. Yeah. Right. Because most of the time I'm trying to do things that are more constructive. I Now I'm starting to see it's like that for everything. See, now I, I have to keep things in check. Right. That's why I don't have any way to play video games. Because right. if I did, it's all I would fucking do. Sure. Right. I literally wouldn't get anything done. Yeah, I think binging right. is my way out of that. Is I just go so fucking hard, I get it all out of my system. Yeah, and a lot of it is too. Like when I'm doing something like a video game, uh-huh. I have to, I have to do everything. I have yeah, to yeah. complete the entire thing. Sure. And I will sit there and do it until that is done, and then I will put the next one in. Right. Um, you know, like honestly, I have not played a video game 
in a long fucking time. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, like, yeah, like really played. Like a really played one. Yeah. You know what I mean? Probably not since uh, Ninja Ninja Gaiden came out on Xbox One. Okay. Right? Yeah. For that very reason, because I literally didn't do anything for days and days and days on end. Yeah. Other than drink Mountain Dew and eat pizza and play that video game. <laughs> right. And I would I would get up, you know, ready to start the day, eat my breakfast, turn it on, and next thing you know, it's fucking two in the afternoon. I'm like, ah, fuck it. Right. I got to go to the gym at four or five. I'll just play until then. And then sure. it's four or five, sun setting. Ah, fuck it. I'll just keep playing. <laughs> and then it's like fucking three in the morning. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. Well, I, I get and, it. And uh, I just sleep. I just go to sleep immediately where I was playing the video game. Yep. And then I wake up and play it again. And, the, right. and I so I don't have any way to do that. Sure. It's also the same way with, like, food. Mm-hmm. Where if you put, I swear to God, if you put 10 Baconators in front of me, <laughs> I would eat all 10 of them. <laughs> right. Right? I yeah. just eat them. Sure. Right? Like and a so horse. I, I have to, you know, I have to fucking watch myself. And, and I'm not saying that I want to consume shitty gore slam um in any sort of way right but in order to prevent myself from like just sort of collapsing in Mm. and and just turning into an adult baby yeah i have to keep things in check (laughs) that's fair enough for me i'm just binging it right now i'm i'm almost certainly going to listen to cemetery rapist in my car on the way home (laughs) i was actually listening to cemetery rapist about a month ago really yes why i i don't know (laughs) Like, uh, I was just like, is I, I went down, I, I wasn't listening to it like, oh, let me put this on and listen to this whole record. Right. I would listen to like 30 seconds of it and uh-huh. find like footage of him playing live. Oh, yes. You know what I mean? Yes. And just find like, I, I would listen to it in like 30 second bits and laugh. And I, I was looking for like footage of, oh, I can't remember what that, what was, what is that guy's name? Clay. Clay. Yeah. Clay something. His yeah. last name was an L. Yeah, Clay La something. La, yeah, I can't La remember something. isn't it. Your last and name. and I was looking for footage of him doing like the 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 cricket sounds uh-huh. up close with his mic yeah. with his voice like right up on the mic. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, what a fucking weird thing. And oh, like yeah. like that's. <laughs> it's not like I liked it. It's not like I thought it was cool. Yeah. It's not like I thought. <laughs> but I was like. What a weird fucking thing! Like, right. like I, I would love to take that yeah. live performance, uh-huh. right, and go back and like force, I don't know, <laughs> force like force Howlin' Wolf to watch it, right? <laughs> force Lead Belly. This is what you've wrought, right? Like, yeah. like just force them to watch that, right? Like there, you can draw a line from what you're doing to this, right? 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 And I would like. Hey, this is what's going to happen in like 70 years. <laughs> Check it out. <laughs> and then just watch like f- like watch watch this uh, you know, watch this poor old poor old black guy that's like growing up in the in the worst place in America for a black person to live. Right. Like watch some white guy just like chirp like a cricket <laughs> into a microphone. Wow. While, while a magic box makes sounds behind him and he plays a a weird electric guitar. <laughs> Yeah, dude, that image is pretty incredible. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, just go back and force them to look at it. Yeah, that. it's like the equivalent of bringing a fucking Gatling gun to the Revolutionary War. Right, you know right. What like, I mean? like, get on the plane Yeah. where, you know, when, uh, when uh, um, oh, shit, what was the fucking plane that killed, like, the Big Bopper? And, yeah, 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 I know what you're talking about. Get on that plane. Yeah. Like, hey, guys, check it out. You got to check this out and show them footage of, like, cemetery rapists <laughs> chirping into a microphone and playing. But, like... <laughs> 
this is what's coming. You guys, uh, you guys invented this shit, <laughs> and and then just like dip out, get back in my time bubble, and like dip out. They would welcome them, that death. <laughs> they welcome the death, dude. They probably lament the whole way down what they had wrought. Yeah, for real, dude. <laughs> yeah, there is actually. I think the thing that Reese like. It's always just lurking in the background because, like, actually, I had an ex-girlfriend who, like, anytime that we were in a fight uh, and we had to take my vehicle, I would put on cephalotripsy because I knew it upset her so bad. So my love for slam and, like, gore grind and shit is always lurking right beneath the surface. But I think the thing that reignited it was, like, a couple weeks ago, like, this most recent binge of it anyway, uh, a couple weeks ago... Uh, like one of the Instagram accounts, uh, Catatonic Youths, that always posts like just insanely bad music and the most absurd fucking reaches of the musical spectrum that you could possibly find, posted like an edited, like chopped up video of like Cemetery Rapist live shit yeah. with like just all of the shit he would say between songs. Yeah. I think one is like, yo, this next song's about sluts who fuck for cash. <laughs> and I was like, dude, I need to revisit this. Yeah. I really fucking need to revisit this shit. This stuff is fucking insane. Yeah. I read an interview with him last night where the interviewer was like a metal dude that was like trying desperately. <laughs> he was trying desperately to elicit something that could be construed as like even a semi-thoughtful response from that guy right because he's like their preamble of the interview is him being like look i know this stuff is like pretty problematic and and all that but like you have to think it's like tongue-in-cheek to an extent and nobody can be serious about this stuff and this subject matter so like yeah i don't agree with it but so then he's like doing the interview and he's like so you know you're vegan and to me, that's like really striking because I, I couldn't imagine that somebody that's thoughtful enough to care about animal rights like actually believes any of the stuff that you write. And the dude's answer is so fucking off the wall. He's like, yeah, I don't know, man. There's like a lot of shit going around in my fucking brain, bouncing around in my head. And honestly, if I didn't write these songs, I might be out here raping these bitches. Who fucking knows? <laughs> and like, like, I can only imagine how crestfallen the dude must have been because right. he was trying so fucking hard to like find a shred of decency in this man and at every turn it was fucking just squelched and crushed and he was like absolutely not he gave the worst fucking answers possible and proved himself to be a true piece of shit yeah well i mean it's like you you can't you can't really expect to interact with somebody like that no of course right? not no right? like i i don't it's not like i want to go up and like ask the motivation of the shit-covered whore what brought her to that <laughs> stage in her life, right? Like, I don't, I don't want to ask what her motivation is. What is the artistry behind her craft is, like, diarrhea is flowing down her fucking forehead, or even after diarrhea is flowed down her forehead. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like, like, there's no artistry to it. It's just pure perversity. You're good. What you see is what you get. Right. Right? There's yes. no thought behind it. How could there possibly be thought behind yes, exactly. it? Exactly. Did you ever see the video of the septic man? I don't think so. Dude, there's a guy so. that fucking posts video, that had videos of himself. I'll have to find it. We'll have to look at it later on. Ugh. Of him, like, in a rubber fucking mask. Uh-huh. Right? 
swimming around inside a septic tank. Oh my like God. the GoPro is there and he's like diving underneath and coming up with dregs of toilet paper and oh. like smearing it over his fucking oh, rubber dude, covered head. And sick. you can see like it looks like brown and yellow eggs running down his face dude, from the fucking turds that's and <laughs> diarrhea. And he's just down there in the septic tank wallowing in it. There's no artistry to that. And the only thing you can do is look at that with a huge fucking disgusting grin on your face and fucking laugh because if you actually comp if you actually think about what would bring a person to do that <laughs> right your brain will fucking break and you'll cry <laughs> yes. you know what i mean yeah that's like, true like there are, there are so many fucking reasons why you don't want to go swimming in a septic tank <laughs> right yeah right yep Take your pick. <laughs> it's disgusting. Yep. It's extremely hazardous. Breathing the gases is horrible for you. Yeah. Right? Take your pick. Disease. Mm -hmm. Right? You got an open wound. Guess what? This is how they used to kill people back in the Middle Ages. Right. Fucking cut you open with a shit-covered sword and let you die in the fucking middle of a field. Right. Right? So, like, what would possess somebody to actually do that? You can't. You can't expect a positive interaction with a person to do that. You right. can't expect a positive interaction with an adult baby. Yes, right? right. And you can't expect a positive interaction from a dude that is in a solo project, <laughs> meaning the only person in on the joke is him, Right. called Cemetery Rapist. <laughs> right, yes, exactly. Right? Yeah. Right? Yes. Like, if it's two, three, if it's three or four or five guys in a band called Cemetery Rapist, Okay, at least one of them thinks it's fucking funny and can, like, give you something other than, you know, oh, I like raping bitches, you right, know what yeah, I mean? exactly. But, like, when it's one dude yeah. doing a fucking band, traveling the world, <laughs> playing at fest where, you know, he's cemetery rapist, <laughs> you're not going to get anything good out of him. <laughs> no, of course not. Right? No. And to think that you could is folly. Right. Of the highest order. I... Uh, not to dwell on the adult babies too much. I am going to go down an adult baby rabbit hole tonight. I, yeah. I, I feel it. I'm gonna, I have the perfect video to post in the group as a follow-up to this episode. You know the one. The anime video. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, see, that's, that's different. That's, that's, that's diaper filling. That, that's like... I, I, I don't think all adult babies, from my explorations... And observations. I don't think all right. adult babies are obsessed with soiling themselves. That's that's true. There, there. It's <laughs> you know. It's like it's like we've talked before about how like the outside observer, to the outside observer, like so much metal and punk and hardcore. It's the same fucking thing. Right. right? You have to be in the know to understand right. it. Right. It's similar to our expertise on adult babies sure. and people who enjoy filling diapers. To the outside onlooker, you might think, isn't that all the same? Probably it's, not. It's it's not all the same. There's probably there's, nuances there. There is. There's definite nuance there because just because you're an adult baby doesn't mean that you're filling your fucking pampers. No. Nope. And it, just because you're filling your pampers doesn't mean you're acting like a baby. It doesn't mean you're an adult baby. And, right. and there are adult babies that want to be good little babies and there are bad little babies. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude, that's like right? one of the worst sentences I've heard and, but I, I would like uh, the thing about the adult babies is like again I always you know I entertain myself thinking about going back and and showing like people what what the future beholds in the past. Yeah. Go back and show like their fucking grandparents and great grandparents, the people that like had to fucking work hard and had things to fight about to, to like you know get to get a foundation for the family going forward, uh -huh. right? And show them. 
show them the uh, mess their progeny has made of themselves. Right, yeah. Whether um, it's soiling themselves or just rolling around in, in diapers and, ri- and pink ribbons with unicorns all around them. But like, <laughs> hey, all your work and all your effort, this is what it yields in 80 <laughs> years. Everything, everything that you're working your knuckles to the bone for right now is so that your great, great grandchild can live like this as a 30 year old man. Dude, even, even the slightest critical view of life, of human life in the broad view of things, the broadest possible view can lead you nowhere except for either absolute despair or total <laughs> elation with the yeah, absurdity. I know. And, of course, we choose to most of the time dwell on the know. latter. I know. Right? But, like, even under the most minuscule scrutiny, like, the entire concept of humanism, like, humanity in some some way just based on its very nature deserves to exist. Yeah. It falls apart so fast, so fucking fast with even the most minor scrutiny all one has to do is cast their gaze to the adult babies of the world (laughs) and like all and and hundreds of years of philosophy falls apart it 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 let it it immediately falls apart and it is it is conducive to nihilism right as uh pondering the heat death of the universe right yes you know what i mean yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> like it is every bit as conducive yes. to that yeah for right? sure it also like in a hundred thousand years mm-hmm. if there's one vestige of humanity left pyramids long gone eroded back into the sands from which they came yeah right the the great artworks moldered and and, and rotted in the frames yeah right Music long forgotten. The, the the storage formats no longer accessible. Right. But if there's one vestige of humanity that it's left, I hope it's adult babies. <laughs> Me too, dude. I hope that like a hundred thousand years in the future, some you know critical interstellar academic archaeologist of either you know Earth origin or derivation or extragalactic derivation, mm-hmm. right, stumbles upon planet Earth. And looks at its its um, you know withered, ruined uh, landscape. It's dramatically altered from what we know it: uh, topography and, right. and, and and vegetation and and, and and bioforms. Sure, right. Virtually nothing left of the bipedal apes that dominated the planet for its the last like you know fifty thousand years of its existence. Right, right. But the only thing that is left is adult baby paraphernalia. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, if that I, that's that's how we deserve to be remembered. Yeah, it we really don't is. deserve to be remembered for anything else, right? Yeah. No, uh, no, no. See, I'm about to go down a really <laughs> fucking dark hole right now. I'm about to go down a real dark hole. So I'm just gonna say we don't deserve to be remembered for anything other than our weakest link, right. and our weakest link is definitely adult babies. I can agree with that assertion for sure. I have been. So, well, there's a lot of weakest links, but those all babies are pretty close. They're up there. Uh, I've been staying true to my vow to not spew any sort of hot takes into the internet ether, that all of them will be reserved for this podcast. It's generally been helpful to my mental health. It's, it's you know, it's nice to not pay any mind. Right. But there was the other day, I was thinking 
exactly, I was following this line of thought to the logical conclusion and just thinking about how absurd it is that anybody argues that the preservation of humanity is a worthwhile endeavor. <laughs> like, I mean, it's truly insane. Right. And we don't have to explore it any more than that. We've already given it ample thought and time on this podcast. We have planted enough seeds in the minds of our listeners that they can explore that how, to whatever end they wish. Well, see, the, the only way that you can justify it is to look at it on a personal, individual level. Of course, right. Because the moment you look at it as a macro level, sure, that's when you immediately want to get out the fucking raid and just spray the whole fucking planet. Right, yeah, for sure, man. And, and it's why, like, I saw some dude the other day tweet about something, like, just the, the sheer banality of the fact that you're tweeting something that you think has meaning at all is insane. <laughs> the sheer banality that anything that's called a tweet could have depth and meaning. <laughs> right. Right? Yeah. Something is called a tweet. <laughs> the name of the platform and the name of the communication style started as a cute fucking joke. Right. A gimmick to get your commercialized attention. Right. Don't tell me that there's anything meaningful on there. <laughs> But I saw a dude post something about, like, you know, I see people on this platform with thousands of followers who never post anything political. And I just can't imagine, like, why wouldn't you want to use your voice to better the planet or whatever? And that's the thing that almost, like, that's what almost sucked me out of it. That's what almost got me spewing hot takes back into the ether. Oh, just hold on, I'm legitimately choking right now. <laughs> Yeah, right? Oh, fuck. I got the fucking swims. I had a, I had a hard time fucking catching my breath. <laughs> Holy shit. I'm sorry that I set you into a tailspin there. Uh, I can guarantee you that um, nothing, nothing right. happening socially on the internet is bettering anything. Not a thing. And that's the thing that almost sucked me out of my fucking zen space that I've been occupying, where I was like, I so badly wanted to be like, are you sm are you fucking smoking crack, dude? Can I mean is this is this tweet simply for the clout? Is this tweet simply on the off chance that you might it might yield you some ass? Honestly, or do, are you this naive? That it, sa it sounds like it sounds like a line from a piss jeans song. <laughs> yes, it does. It does, right? Like it couldn't possibly right. be delivered in earnest. It sounds like a lyric from a piss jeans song. Yes. You know? Right. Yeah. Wouldn't you want to help the planet? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, dude. Anyway, what you know what? Fuck? We are definitely um I'm I'm we're we're, we're losing our positive outlook. <laughs> I don't know. I feel pretty good. I feel pretty good, but we did we did slip up. We did talk yeah, about yeah. world ending. <laughs> we did talk about fucking genocide, I guess, if you consider adult babies a fucking well, they're not they're a not. genetic class of people. Well, Who knows? Yeah. Maybe there is a genetic basis for it. Uh, maybe. I I was I, I thought you were gonna go down the, the line of thought was that they're subhuman, so it's not really genocide. Well, no. Um, they are subhuman, <laughs> but it's not sure. genocide in terms that it's it's you know right. it's a cultural choice you're sure. making instead right. of like a genetic lineage. Right. Yeah. Right. Um, but uh, you know, let's keep it positive. Yeah. <laughs> let's keep it positive. What's your favorite smell? Uh, I like the smell of uh, vanilla a Vanilla's lot. Vanilla's yeah. a good smell, right? <laughs> it's, a very, it's a good smell. It makes you good feel smell. good, right? Yeah, it does. I have to say that my favorite smell. <laughs> Might so because I work at plants. Uh -huh. It might be the smell of certain plants I work with. Sure. Um, uh, swamp milkweed. 
Okay. Okay. That's nice. Uh, it has a very nice smell. It smells like cotton candy. Yeah, that's I mean, really pleasant. It's putting me. In, it's getting me away from the adult babies. I'm thinking <laughs> of. I'm thinking of nice things that I like. I'm thinking about nature and getting back to a more positive spot. Right. That's good. So, so let's just fucking wrap it up. Yeah. Well, we'll take some calls or whatever. yeah, yeah. Let's do. We have a couple calls. So now that we're refreshed and rejuvenated and we're thinking about vanilla and swamp milkweed and flesh tomb thank you for taking us on this ride <laughs> yeah indeed. um i never voluntarily listen to anything that bands like you guys put out but to say that it is thought-provoking is an understatement <laughs> indeed so on that note let's listen to the uh the few voicemails that we have and see if we can keep up this positive energy now that we're rejuvenated off of smell wonderful smelling plants vanilla, vanilla swamp milkweed spice bush is a good one <laughs> all right let's let's see what we got yo what's up motherfuckers i play bass and pulpit thanks for playing our shit on your fucking shitty show no nah, thanks dude you guys are cool as fuck um appreciate the insights um but also none of us are over 30 and none of us have beer bellies no one owns a battle vest only our drummer can grow a beard and our vocalist has an English degree, so uh, go fuck yourself, but uh, yeah, I'll go fuck myself too, but also you guys are cool, thanks a lot, appreciate it, bye. Alright, so that was the uh, bass player for Pulpit that we played on the show a couple episodes ago, maybe taking us to task for a couple of our criticisms of, the, of them, we we said it was evocative of some battle vest music. Oh, it certainly was. And it was. It was. Just simply, you can't escape that by want of the fact that none of you own them. You are certainly drawing fans that own them. Right. And that's your major sin here. That's fine. You guys sound dope. If you ever hit the road and come through Fort Wayne, hook us, look us up. Yeah, and I mean, having a degree in English is not any sort of guarantee that your application of it is going to be impressive or even correct all the time, right? I mean, that's good for you. I'm glad that you pursued how, pursued higher education, but my qualms with your syntax don't go away simply by the fact that you have a fucking degree. Well, my hope is that if you do have a degree in English, you mm-hmm. have found a way to put that interest to work for you. <laughs> that's very positive. Right? That's yes. very positive. I hope that, I hope that you're not... You know, uh, squandering your life in the in uh, some job that has nothing to do with what drew you to higher education in the first place. Indeed, happens to too many people. It does indeed. Let's uh, let's see what we got next. Thanks for the call. Hey, this is Matt Loudon from the Facebook group, and uh, to all the people who take the time <laughs> in, in uh, a thread about New York hardcore to uh, accuse me of not reading marks. Uh, actually, I freaking have read Marx, dude. Uh, I freaking read Marx all the time. I fucking, I mean, I freaking, I freaking listen to all the anti-flag. And <laughs> I'm sorry. First time, long time. Keep up the good one. Bye. Okay, so I think Matt is a uh, a recent Patreon subscriber. Matt was taken to task in the Facebook group in a thread about New York hardcore for not reading Marx. I like, I like that there's a thread about New York hardcore mm-hmm. and also reading Marx. Like yeah. somehow that, that right. got brought up into it. Well, as you said, humanity, when left to its own devices, will turn into 4chan in no time flat. Yeah. And the Facebook group is a perfect example of that. Any thread, any thread can be derailed by the simple suggestion of something else, right? If it's, I mean, as our diatribes 
off-topic diatribes often exemplify perfectly. Even just the inkling of a different idea can lead us off it's a, it's a, onto it's a new a path. Stone. It's a stepping right. stone. So that's, I think, a similar phenomenon sure. on how they arrived at accusing Matt of not reading or being familiar with Marx. I, t- but I at, tell you what, if there's, if there's one thing I do enjoy, mm-hmm. it's um, a nice cup of tea <laughs> and a cozy night with Marx. <laughs> Yeah, I, I do enjoy a deep ponder into uh, Marx. Yeah, just sitting sitting down reading Capital with mm. some chamomile tea. What could be better? <laughs> what could be better? I'll say when I was uh, like a freshman in high school, I uh, had a period of time when I had like the pocket version of the Communist Manifesto, and I would have it hanging out of my back pocket when I was like 14. Oh, to, yeah, To yeah, let yeah. everybody know. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I, I'm a little different. I don't think about shit exactly like you guys do, right? I'm, I'm looking at the world through a critical lens well, with all my 14-year-old wisdom. I could tell you what. Hmm. I've never read Marx. Maybe a couple pages of it because yeah. I couldn't fucking care less. Nor should you. Uh, guess what happens when the, proliet- the proletariat seizes the means of production? <laughs> they become the bourgeoisie. Oh, you wouldn't say. I mean, all you have to do is look at patterns of humanity. Right. The fact that you could even think for a second that a single system devised by human minds could work betrays in you a f- level of naivete that I can't even begin to comprehend. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't, it doesn't matter which path you take. No. They all end the same way. The exact same way, man. All right, we got one more message. Let's listen to it, and then we'll uh, sign off. All right. Hey, yeah, so, uh, hey, this is Fatty Hurst from Fatty's, and I uh, just wanted to call and say uh thanks for playing that guy from pulpits music because holy shit that was getting weak every week just calling in bitching about you not playing his music like a little whiny fucking bitch that being said man why won't you play our fucking music man it's been two whole goddamn weeks i can't deal with this stress i've been listening to all the things you say about all these bands and I'm freaking out, man. I can't deal with this. It's on a level of anxiety that I cannot process. I really, really, really need you to play our music just so I can know if we suck or don't suck. I can't fucking deal with this anymore, man. All right, y'all have a great night. I love your show. It's great. All right. With Fatty Hurst. Fatty Hurst. That's, I'm a, that, that. that's a good moniker. That's a very good moniker. He did sound fat, too. He did sound pretty fat, yeah. Right? <laughs> yeah. There's a certain, there's a certain like, um, there's a certain beefiness to the voice. Right, yeah, yeah. For, for, for heavy guys. For sure. You know? Yep. Uh, yo, we didn't get around to it. The dice didn't land on it. it, it it'll probably come back it'll, around it, in the queue. It'll come back around. You know what I mean? Well, now whether or not we'll land on it, who knows? We are truly puppets of fate here. We are merely operating uh, in the good graces of the dice gods. You know, we, we have nothing to do with it. We fucking put the cue up, we roll some dice, we see what it lands on. It's, so if we don't play your band, it's nothing personal. But there was a bit of synchronicity there with Homeboy from Pulpit calling in and dude talking about Homeboy from I, Pulpit. I know. Right? I, I know. Liked that. I liked that. I liked that little bit of content overlap there, organic content overlap. We couldn't have, we couldn't have coordinated something so perfect if, if we had tried. Um, so that's all we got in the messages for this week. Um, I think we have one new Patreon subscriber, uh, Liam, I believe. I think like we had a few. No, we we re- we read those ones out last time. Okay, uh, Dawson Roswick and Matt Loudon, and I just shouted out Matt because he just called in. Um, but yeah, Liam Bruce just subscribed to the five dollar tier. Shout out to you for that. Thank you, 
as always, if you want to subscribe to the Patreon, um, go ahead and head over to patreon.com slash podcast. If you want to send in music, you can send it to demolistenpodcast at gmail.com. Or if you're in the Facebook group, there's now a dedicated thread for it. Just make sure that it's a year or less old. And uh, if you want to call and talk some shit or berate us for not playing your band or whatever, call 260-222-8341. If you like the show, leave us a, uh, you know, whatever appropriate star rating that you've deem necessary on uh, your chosen podcatcher you know leave us a uh, written review if you feel so inclined it helps us out somehow and uh, yeah keep listening to the show I think I don't know that we really stuck to our mission statement this week of being positive but I think we were pretty good we we've certainly been worse and we didn't really say anything that bad about any of the bands oh I'll tell you what I did a listen back a couple weeks ago when I was talking about getting old and there was like an edge to my voice where you could tell that i was really on i was really getting kind of fucking bent yeah 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 you were none of that none of that no there was none of that tonight we we did discuss like maybe the fact that humanity deserves annihilation but we did it with you know i mean we did it with light hearts Nah, if anything, yeah, I, I think I think I think this is a good one. This is a positive one. Yeah, I think this, this was a was, very positive episode. This uh, this was every. It, this was a good, clean, fun record, <laughs> right? I think Mister Mister Issa would be very, very sad to hear that comparison made. Well, he shouldn't, because that's not positive. <laughs> that's a good point. And on that note, we will sign off, and we will see you next week.